Hello and welcome to the Diet Diet Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I just want to wish everyone a happy spring. Let's jump right into today's articles. Number one, these protein bar ingredients actually make weight loss so much harder, experts warn. And Georgia Dodd wrote this one. There are times when we need a convenient pick-me-up to get us through the busy day, to tide us over between meals, or to give us energy after an intense workout. So why is it any wonder that protein bars have become so popular for the -the on-the-go boost of nutrition? Unfortunately, not all protein bars are created equally, and with the misleading marketing surrounding them, it can be tricky to figure out which ones are actually healthy for weight loss. The key is hidden in the ingredients list. The worst protein bar ingredients that make weight loss so much harder are those with high levels of added sugar, unhealthy fats, and refined carbohydrates content because these types of bars contain as many as 500 calories per serving, and that is more than a full meal in some instances. Number one, protein bars with a high sugar content. One type of protein bar that doctors warn against are those that are high in unnecessary added sugars. Unfortunately, this is probably one of the most popular ingredients in protein bars, so they end up tasting more like candy bars. Sugar alcohols also are often used to sweeten protein bars, and this can stall weight loss. Protein bars that are high in added sugars provide empty calories with no nutritional benefit. The majority of the calories come from those simple sugars rather than complex carbohydrates or other dietary sources like protein or healthy fats. This will prevent individuals from losing weight since it's easy to consume large amounts of calories without feeling full or satisfied afterwards. Not only can these added sugars cause weight gain, but for some people they can lead to digestive issues like gas, bloating, and inflammation. Unhealthy fats. Dietitians note that protein bars that are made with unhealthy fats can be detrimental to weight loss. Many protein bars are heavy in saturated fats, offering half or more of the daily recommended amount. Power Crunch Protein Energy Bars have 7 grams of saturated fats. That's more than a glazed donut from Krispy Kreme. Protein bars that contain unhealthy fats like trans fats or saturated fats can have a significant impact on weight loss efforts. These types of fats are more difficult for the body to process and can contribute to weight gain as well as an increased risk of heart disease and other health issues. Consuming too much saturated fats like those found in protein bars can raise bad low-density lipoprotein cholesterol in your blood, which can increase your risk of heart disease and stroke. And then protein bars with refined carbohydrates. Those that are made with refined carbohydrates can lead to weight gain. Refined carbohydrates, also called bad or simple carbohydrates, are refined sugars and grains that have been stripped of all bran, fiber, and nutrients. So protein bars made with refined carbs are digested quickly and considered to be empty calories. They also have a high glycemic index, which can lead to extreme spikes in blood sugar and insulin levels. Dietitians warn that protein bars that are made with refined carbs, such as white flour or white sugar, provide little nutritional benefit and can cause blood sugar levels to spike quickly, which can lead to fatigue and cravings for sugary snacks later in the day, making it harder to stick to your diet goals. The bottom line, now that you know what kind of protein bars to avoid, what should you look for instead? The best protein bars for weight loss are ones that have high levels of dietary fiber, complex carbohydrates, and lean proteins. These types of bars will provide the necessary nutrients to keep you energized throughout the day 
without providing too many calories or unhealthy fats. Additionally, look for bars that contain natural sources of sugar like honey, maple syrup, or dates instead of added sugar. The high fiber content can help slow down digestion to keep you feeling fuller longer, and the complex carbohydrates provide you with the energy you need to lose weight. Lean proteins can also help you feel satiated longer while supporting muscle growth from exercise. And natural sugars can satisfy your sweet tooth without unhealthy refined sugars that can cause weight gain. And as a final note, when looking for the best protein bars for weight loss, it's important to read labels carefully and choose those with lower calorie counts and no added sugars, healthy fats, and complex carbohydrates. Additionally, look for bars that are high in fiber, and this will keep you feeling fuller for longer periods of time. And finally, consult with your doctor or a registered dietitian before starting any new diet or weight loss program. Here's what experts say to eat to expand your lifespan from pomegranates to red onions. And Lakshmi Varanasi wrote this one. Some billionaires like Elon Musk opt for a donut for breakfast and barbecue for dinner. But others like biotech entrepreneur Brian Johnson methodically prepare smoothies with compounds like creatine, spermidine, collagen peptides, and consume copious amounts of vegetables. Tech billionaires clearly don't have similar diets or even goals for their health. But still, those like Johnson aren't abiding by fastidious nutrition plans simply to stay healthy. They're aiming to live longer. And although there's certainly an overlap between eating for general health and eating for longevity, doctors say there are some key differences. Number one, be mindful of your protein intake. Protein is essential for building and maintaining muscle mass, and having adequate muscle mass is important for healthy aging. Protein intake is also known to work against some of the beneficial restorative pathways in our body. That being said, experts say you should go vegan or vegetarian. Some doctors and dietitians say that high animal protein diets can help people look and feel great, but only in the short term. They are convinced the data shows it from population studies that a carnivorous diet is not a longevity producing diet in the long run. Breaking it down, doctors say that eating beans is the cornerstone of most centurion diets. That includes everything from fava to soybeans to lentils and black beans. In blue zones of the Greek islands, people eat a diet of beans along with whole grains, potatoes, olive oil, and fruits and vegetables. Residents in this blue zone area are found to live an average of eight years longer than Americans. And the diets there are similar to the Mediterranean diet, which is found to increase life expectancy by more than four years in certain regions of Italy. Red onions. They're high in a compound that has been shown in multiple studies to effectively reduce sentient cells or zombie cells. These types of cells are no longer usefully functioning, but haven't yet been removed by the immune system. And instead of just hanging around, they also release inflammatory compounds that have been linked to a host of age-related conditions ranging from Alzheimer's to arthritis and cancer, according to researchers. Capers. Capers, which are the immature buds of the caper bush, are the richest natural source of quercetin, which provides more than 230 milligrams of the compound per 100 grams, according to data from the United States Department of Agriculture. Wine, turmeric, coffee, pomegranates, and nuts have all been shown to help with longevity. So, if you're looking to change your diet around in measurable ways to increase your longevity with your diet, check those foods out. It should be helpful to assist in living longer. Next article. 
Experts say the diversity diet of eating 30 plants a week could boost your gut health. Here's how to get started. Everyone seems to be talking about gut health. And hashtag gut health has amassed nearly 4 billion views on TikTok, with digestive health enthusiasts raving about everything from the best pasta sauces for a sensitive gut to gut health hacks and beyond. But the obsession isn't without basis. A healthy gut is a major part of our overall health and can improve the immune system, regulate hormones, and even boost our mood. So how can we strengthen the gut and distill the noise about gut health? Healthy gut doesn't mean abiding by a strict set of rules, hacks, or food restrictions. Instead, eating a diverse range of plants through an abundance mindset is the only rule doctors say we should practice. You can control the health of your gut microbiome, and the key predictor of that is diversifying your plants. In short, the more variety of plants you eat, the better. While it may seem ambitious, doctors recommend aiming for 30 different types of plants a week, from the super six of whole grains, quinoa, rolled oats, and sourdough bread, nuts and seeds, walnuts, pistachios, and pecans, vegetables, fruits, legumes, beans, herbs, and spices. The more plants, the more variety, the more fiber, the more flavor, and that is called the diversity diet. The gut is composed of trillions of bacteria making up the gut microbiome, and having a balance of bacteria in the gut microbiome can help regulate blood sugar, support digestion, and strengthen the immune system. In order to properly feed the gut, it needs to receive an abundance of diverse fiber, according to doctors. This fiber has been associated with reducing the risk of chronic diseases like heart disease and obesity, and is most commonly found in whole plants. The standard recommendations suggest consuming 30 grams of fiber a day. Plant-based foods, which are also rich in phytochemicals and have antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties, can help improve gut health. Research shows the more diverse diets are, the stronger the gut microbiome becomes. By consuming a large number of different plant fibers, this gives the building blocks for the emergence of a diverse bacterial population in the gut. Doctors suggest that 28 plants point challenge, one plant food gives you one plant point, while one herb or spice gives you one-fourth of a plant point. Even coffee counts as a plant, and the goal is 30 plant points per week. But meat lovers, don't fret. You don't need to go vegan and eliminate other protein sources from your diet completely. Focusing on a plant-based diet means prioritizing plants at the center of meals. Being mindful of diversity mindset can look like a couple of easy adjustments, like making chili with mixed beans instead of just one kind of bean. Having pinto beans and black beans will then give you two plant points versus one. Instead of eating a bowl of only strawberries, consider a cup of mixed berries and grab crackers that contain many types of seeds or a handful of nuts as a snack. See how many types of the Super 6 you can get per day. If you have quinoa, strawberries, blueberries, and a list of vegetables, chia seeds, beans, and a few spices, you've already exceeded 10 plant points. Very interesting stuff indeed. So get that diversity in your diet if you can. Next article. Eating bananas before they're ripe comes with surprising benefits for blood sugar and gut health. And Alexandria Brooks wrote this one. While we usually wait for bananas to ripen and enjoy as a naturally sweet treat, it turns out that unripe green bananas pack a whole lot of health punch. Translation, eating green bananas can help keep our blood sugar in check, maintain gut health, and curb excessive eating. Are green bananas the same as regular bananas? If bananas aren't at their peak when you first buy them, we usually let them sit on the counter for a couple of days until the bright yellow hue that indicates ripeness appears. But then, 
Most of the bananas-resistant starches, or RSs, have turned into sugar and can cause blood glucose to spike. Conversely, cooking and eating bananas when they're still green and starchy gives them a more savory flavor and has major health benefits, which might even spice up your cooking routine. When your banana has to break down the starch itself, as it does when you eat a green banana, your blood sugar rises more slowly, say doctors. The slower digestion and absorption rates make green bananas a perfect diabetic-friendly dish. The RS and fiber content breaking down gradually will also help you feel fuller for longer, eliminating unnecessary snacking and possible weight gain. But what are the other benefits of eating green bananas? Unripe bananas are also a great source of prebiotics. And according to studies, the high starch content helps feed good bacteria in your gut, which promotes a healthy immune system and digestive tract. Now that you know all of the benefits of eating unripe bananas, you're probably wondering how to prepare them so you can get those benefits. And don't worry, you don't need to peel them and pop them in your mouth like you would ripe bananas. Experts suggest cooking them like plantains or potatoes, mashed, fried, or added to a stew. Of course, whatever the level of ripeness you choose, there's no denying bananas are a yummy and healthy snack to enjoy any time of the day. I guess we'll have to try adding more green bananas into the diet. Next article, belly fat is linked to serious health issues and how to get rid of it. Lowena Waters wrote this article. Due to our often sedentary lifestyles and stressful jobs, self-medicated with biscuits and pub trips, belly fat can easily build up. Fat deposits around the middle have previously been linked to serious health issues, including type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and cardiovascular disease. In its extreme, obesity reduces life expectancy by an average of 3 to 10 years, depending on severity. It is also estimated that obesity and being overweight contributes to at least 1 in every 13 deaths. With so many of us feeling like we put on a little weight here and there, how can we get back into shape and get rid of that belly fat? Here are 10 easy steps. Number 1. Reduce the alcohol. It's very tempting to reach for wine at the end of a very stressful day, but studies show that alcohol is one of the main offenders when it comes to storing belly fat. If you consume just two glasses of wine in the evening, that's an extra 72,000 calories a year, which equates to 20 pounds of fat. Alcohol contains a very high amount of empty calories, which don't have nutritional value. Women are more likely to store the fat created by these surplus calories on hips, arms, thighs, and bellies. Well, men store it in their tummy, hence the beer belly. If you want to reduce your tummy fat quickly, it's advised to cut alcohol from your diet completely. But if that sounds too severe, just aim to reduce it. Number two, eat a high protein diet. There's a good amount of evidence to suggest that protein is key to losing belly fat. It releases important hormones and a good portion of a protein meal can help you avoid overeating. It also raises your metabolic rate, making you more likely to build muscle during and after exercise. So try to get a serving with every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Number three, reduce those stress levels. Stress causes your body to gain fat because it triggers a release of stress hormones called cortisol. This in turn increases your appetite. How do you relieve stress? To an extent, the answer is entirely personal, and every one of us is different, but studies consistently show that getting out into nature with regular bouts of meditation can help reduce anxiety. Number four, stop eating those sugary foods. Calorie for calorie, sugar is different than other food groups like protein, complex carbohydrates, and fat because it confuses your normal appetite controls and causes your body to produce fat. Refined sugars are often hidden in different products that you would not expect like fruit juices, so make sure to check the labels before you eat those products. 
address food sensitivities. People often have food sensitivities that go unaddressed for years. If you think you might be suffering from an allergy, it's important to go report it to your doctor who may refer you to a dietitian. Some of these include dairy and gluten, both of which can result in inflammation of the gut, making it even more prone to developing sensitivities. Addressing these allergies can have dramatic impacts on weight loss and mood and behavior. Build strength. Regular exercise is necessary to lose weight, but resistance training is one of the best ways to do this. Also known as weightlifting or strength training, it's important for improving and maintaining muscle mass. It also helps spike metabolism, which means your body burns fat even after you put the weights down. Get plenty of sleep. It's one of the most important aspects of overall health and well-being when it comes to managing weight. Easy ways to improve the quality of sleep are by making sure you don't look at screens at night and by doing gentle yoga before bed. Eat fatty fish every week. Omega-3 fatty acids are lauded with attractive qualities like delaying aging and fighting degenerative diseases. However, it's less well known that eating fatty fish is also an excellent choice for weight loss when accompanied by a balanced diet and regular exercise. Foods like mackerel and herring are high in protein and good fats that help break down the more dangerous fats in your body, so try to eat them two or three times a week. Replace cooking fats with coconut oil. Put aside the butter and olive oil and try coconut oil instead. According to WebMD and other medically-led sites, medium-chain fats and coconut oil boost metabolism and increase the amount of fat you store in response to a high-calorie intake. And number 10, eat plenty of soluble fiber. It's ideal for aiding weight loss because it forms a gel within the food in your digestive tract, which slows it down as it passes through. It also promotes gut bacteria diversity and has been frequently linked to a lower risk of belly fat. Excellent fiber-rich foods include avocados, legumes, and blackberries. Exercises to help cut that belly fat include walking, skipping, running, and swimming. All of these are beneficial and help reducing stress and just making us overall healthy. Good stuff indeed. And one final article for the day. Dehydration is an issue for people over 50, and here's how to fix it. Corin Miller wrote this one. Well, that isn't good. A large percentage of Americans don't drink enough water, and dehydration is especially common as people age. In fact, up to 28% of older Americans aren't meeting their hydration needs. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention even note that water intake is significantly lower in older adults. And dehydration can lead to a range of health issues, according to registered dietitians. Water is the medium in which most of our metabolic processes take place. We have body systems to protect us from deadly dehydration, but a decrease in body fluid by only 2% decreases athletic performance, cardiovascular function, and the body's ability to regulate temperature. Luckily, dehydration is easily treatable by getting more fluids, and it can be a little tricky to figure out your exact hydration needs, but the U.S. National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine recommend aiming for the following. About 15.5 cups of fluids a day for men and 11.5 for women. Worth noting, these recommended numbers include hydration you get from water, other beverages, and food. To make sure you're staying hydrated, doctors recommend you start by having a fair amount of fruits and vegetables, which not only have valuable nutrients, but a significant amount of water. 
Naturally, you'll want to ensure you're drinking plenty of water as well. Coffee and tea can also help you reach your hydration goals. But if you are very active and sweat more than the average person, doctors suggest increasing the intake based on specific needs. Doing something as simple as carrying around a water bottle with you and actually drinking from it throughout the day can make a big difference. Just know this, you don't need a two-gallon jug to meet your needs. Doctors suggest getting a bottle that can hold up to a liter or so of liquid. Fill it up twice and it will help you meet your hydration needs for the day and is small enough to be used if you go on long walks or hit the gym. Bottles with motivational time markers can also help you stay on schedule. And sometimes it's nice to have a reminder to take a little bit of time and have a beverage. Keep in mind, you don't need to go overboard with your hydration. There is a point at which you're not benefiting by chugging water. Set a daily goal and see how that works for you. If you feel like you're not doing your best at hydrating regularly, take steps to fix it. Luckily, it's possible to turn dehydration around and pretty quickly. And I believe we also talked about staying properly hydrated as a tool to assist with weight loss. So if you have questions about any of those things, go see your doctor or speak to a dietitian. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about today's episode, you can shoot us an email. Our email address, as well as all of the articles that we have used on the show today, are listed in the show notes. And please join us again next episode when we talk about more diet diatribes. Good night, podcast peeps. Stay healthy, keep it real, and always live your very best life. Bye! Thank you.